I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Alrighty, we are entering Luke chapter 10 this week. Um, So we're actually going to go kind of an overview over a big chunk, and then over the next several weeks, we'll be digging in deeper. Um, But let's go ahead and read through Luke 10, verses 1 through 12. And it says, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Wherever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But wherever you are, but wherever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Now, this section may seem a little like deja vu, uh, but in reality, it was a completely separate event than the one that we read before. Last time, Jesus had sent out only his 12 disciples to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. In this instance, it's not just his 12 disciples, but he appoints 72 others, and he sent them ahead of him in groups of two to go ahead where he was going to be um, heading on his way. So they, in essence, had a really similar mission as John the Baptist, except it was just shorter term. They were to go ahead of Jesus and prepare the people for Jesus' arrival there, proclaiming that the kingdom of God had come near to them. Jesus says a lot of things in preparing them for this mission. And like I said before, we're going to dig into some of those aspects even deeper in the next several weeks. But ultimately, he gave them a lot of that same type of instruction that he had given to his 12 disciples when he sent them out earlier. And in a nutshell, those instructions included these five aspects. One was to not take any provisions. Two was to stay wherever provision was offered for them. Three was to heal the sick. Four, proclaim the kingdom of God had come. And five, shake off the dust if they weren't accepted. Now, Jesus had sent out his 12 disciples in this same kind of way. And Jesus sent out these 72 others in this way. 
And Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, specifically prayed this in his high priestly prayer. In John 17, uh, verses 18 and 19, it says, As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. So then we, as disciples of Jesus in 2023, should be paying attention when he sends us out because these instructions are still applicable to us. It might seem a little crazy, right, to not take provisions when he sends you out somewhere, but it really does still happen today. Now, I've shared in the past um, when our homeless ministry team had gone out street witnessing and that God had provided that walking stick that it was given to us from one homeless man that we met earlier in the day and then was used to provide for another homeless veteran that we ended up meeting. I mean, there's just one example. Um, even when God had called us to move from Southern California to Northern California, uh, we really didn't know how God was going to work out all those details yet, but he had very specifically told us in in this, don't take provisions, just go. So we put our belongings in storage and got ready to go. And um, we listed our house for sale and um, our house was actually already in escrow before God opened the opportunity for us to rent a fully furnished house in Northern California while we were looking to buy a house up there. Now, the crazy part was we didn't go looking for a fully furnished house to rent. We thought we were going to have to, you know, just kind of find a house and buy and go and he was going to make that way. But it was offered to us when people had learned that we were moving for a church plant. And so God opened that door and had already told us not to take provision. So we'd already been putting all our stuff into storage. Um, and he made that provision in which we were able to not take the stuff, just go. Now, God can provide anything, right? Literally from nothing. So really, it becomes a matter of trusting that he will provide when he sends you out on mission. So we also, we know that, um, well, we know that we know that Jesus has sent us out, right? Right as his disciples, to be ambassadors for him. I mean, we have so many verses throughout uh, the Bible, and specifically the New Testament, that supports his commission and his desire for us to be his hands and his feet. But are we walking in that? In most places in America, you know, we assume that everyone has heard of Jesus and how to have salvation in him, but it's not true. I mean, I've talked to people in the Bay Area who had never heard of Jesus or the gospel, which to be honest, that shocked me when it first happened, because I was under that impression too, or in America, of course, everyone has heard of Jesus, but they haven't. But regardless of whether anyone that you meet has heard the gospel yet or not, that commission and calling isn't only to plant first-time seeds, it can also be to water them. We are called to make disciples, and that takes time and relationship as we walk alongside 
others and spend meaningful and quality time and really truly showing care for their souls as we share the truth of God's word with them one opportunity at a time. Most people, you know, would love to go evangelize, witness a conversion, which is truly amazing, but then to just go on their way, right? And and go evangelize to the next person. But discipleship is more than just a single moment in time. Just as, you know, nourishing a child from infancy takes time, you know, one little drinkable meal of milk at a time, and then eventually soft foods to solid meats, um, it's a process. It really is. And if we only fed an infant a bottle of milk just one time, that's a recipe for death, right? Because they need a steady diet of milk and taking the time to digest it before they get more and then moving on to solid foods. And in the same way, this takes us back to the soil of hearts. Planted seeds need steady watering to grow. But the question is, are you willing to be a planter and a waterer, taking time and care to disciple other people? And then lastly, we also want to look at in those instances in which your message just isn't accepted and it's not received, just shaking off the dust from your feet and being able to continue on in your mission. The life of a person on mission for Christ is not easy, especially if you're committed, you know, in going on from town to town, so to speak, in your mission field and continuing on through those hard times of rejection and pushing forward through those challenging times of discipleship. To be honest, uh, ministry and, and relationships are messy, but they are well worth it to love and to serve both God and your neighbors in this. Do you hear God appointing you to go on mission? I mean, maybe you've been hearing Him, but not taking those steps forward to walk yet. I really want to encourage you that today, if you hear the Spirit's voice, don't harden your heart. Heed the instructions and go. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that's Crystal with a K.